Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. Greatly appreciate the fact that you would join me once again as I come to you from this balcony in New Zealand, off the east coast of New Zealand to be precise, who had a wonderful time with some soul winning and discipleship revivals over here to God be the glory. We've seen folks saved and I appreciate so much those of you that have prayed for this effort. Let me encourage you, if you'd like to keep up with my travels, you can do so by texting the word TRAVEL, T-R-A, V-E-L, the word travel to this phone number. I'll give it to you real nice and slow. Grab a paper, a pen, maybe open up the notes section of your phone. Text the word travel to this phone number. You ready? 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Four, zero. As I survey the natural beauty behind me on this balcony, I think about the fact that God has given us so very much. Of course, if there's breath in your lungs, he's given you plenty. If your heart's still beating, he's given you enough. I'm so thankful for the fact that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, and he's deserving of us to give something back to him isn't he? We should all endeavor to understand and live the joy of giving. And that is the topic of our broadcast today as we continue a message by missionary Bob Hughes, a man that passed away many decades ago. But this old recording that I'm going to share with you today, I believe will be a help to you if you allow it. It brought tears to my eyes as I heard it for what I what I believe was the very first time just a week or so ago. I listened and God tugged on my heartstrings and we'll talk more about how I learned the joy of giving after you listen to this short video clip. But listen now to a message from decades past. It's titled I Sat Where They Sat, brought to you by missionary Bob Hughes, listen now. Paul, Ezekiel said, I sat where they sat. Now, folks, let's look out and see some other things as we make this visit tonight in the Philippines. As we look up and down the islands, you'll want to visit some of our stations where we preach the gospel. And, and you'll notice that they'll teach you the same thing that they taught me. Not only the meaning of simple faith, but they'll teach you also the joy of giving. Isn't it wonderful? I come back to America and I preach in 177 churches going night and day. Sometime I meet pastors who have an inferiority complex when they begin to talk about money. But really I don't. I've gone there to the islands where our people have so little. And I pick up this book and I tell them, ye must be born again. And people get saved. And after they get saved and they follow the Lord in baptism. And I teach them the word of God is the very word of God. And the Bible says bring you all the tithe into the storehouse. It doesn't say bring all the dollars because those people don't have dollars. But they bring the tithe. When I go up in the mountains where our people don't have money, I begin to teach the same thing. Sometimes they say, well, pastor, what's the tithe? I say, okay, get a basket. And I take a basket and I'll write on the outside, the Lord's tithe. And so I begin to teach them. Now, folks, if God gives you ten pigs, one pig belongs to God. If God gives you ten chickens, one chicken belongs to God. If God gives you ten eggs, one egg belongs to God. 
And our people have found out the old hen lays better when they tie. And folks, you'll learn the same thing if you'll put God first in your life. They learn it's a joy to give. And I teach them that the tithe is holy unto the Lord, and it belongs to God, and you're a thief if you touch it. And our people are afraid to touch that basket. I wish American people would be afraid to touch the tithe and afraid to touch that basket. You say, well, Brother Hughes, I don't understand about tithing. Come on, get your basket, and we'll teach you a lesson on tithing. But we teach them not only to have one basket, we teach them to have another basket up and above the tithe. This is called the blessing basket. If you want to get a blessing, start giving above the tithe. I've gone all over this United States this year, and I've taught people to give up and above the tithe if you want to get a blessing. To trust God for something above the tithe, and it's been thrilling to my heart as I've seen people get involved that never dreamed that they could give before, and they're doing more than they ever dreamed that they could do. Brother Curtis Goldman called me the other day from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and said, Brother Hughes, said, we thought we were doing a good job till you came out here, and our people started giving a thousand dollars a week faith promise offering up and above their regular tithe. Says, uh, you don't know what this did to our church. God did something. Little church down in Fort Worth, Texas, Brother Aldous Edmondson, running 400 in Sunday school, gave $40,000 to missions last year. He said, well, does he need to build? Oh, yes, he's building a new three-store Sunday school building. He needed money to build. He took an offering three weeks ago, $80,000 cash offering on the button. The people gave it. <laughs> Didn't have to pay any interest on that. That's just a gift. People, when they start giving, they learn the joy of giving. Somebody says, not long ago, now, Brother Hughes, would you kind of close this out on a low key? I don't know low-key. I just don't know that language. Brother, I believe that you can't get by this to give too much. Down in East Texas, where Brother John pastored for a number of years, wasn't in that church, but one about 20 miles from there, pastor had a pencil, and he's figuring out how much his people spend on cigarettes and snuff. He said, you know, little congregation of 150, they spend every month $800 on cigarettes and $200 a month on snuff. He said, can you imagine, Brother Hugh, $1,000 a month going up in spit and smoke? He said, this is terrible. He said, they think they can't do mission work. We could give $12,000 to mission if our people could learn the joy of giving. I wish people today could learn the joy of giving. Meet my people. Oh, I came to church one Sunday morning, and the house was packed out with people, and I looked down there, and there was feathers all over the floor. And I looked, and there was a big old duck tied to the piano stool. And I went down there, and a little old lady came hobbling up to me and said, Pastor... That's my mission offering. I didn't have any money, but I brought my duck. I don't care how poor you are, you can still give if you love God. She learned the joy of giving. She brought her duck. You say, what would you do with the duck if you had an offering next Sunday morning? Well, we took it and sold it and gave it to missions. Next Sunday, she had a big old squash it brought. Oh, listen. After I had gone out there in the mountain of Mindanao and I would preached for a week there living in that little old bamboo house sleeping on the floor... And I'd live there and I'd preach there for a week and taught the people to give and taught them the joy of giving. I did not want anything for my preaching. But you know, when I started to leave, they said, Pastor, don't leave yet. We've got something for you. They did not take the treasure and write out a check and give it to me. They did not call the men to come down and pass the offering plate. They sent the kids out to catch the love offering. And brother, when I saw the chicken flying into the trees, I knew I was about to get my love offering. And so... When I started to leave, they presented me with a big old bamboo basket with 27 chickens, two coconuts, and a sack of rice. You should have seen my wife when I got off the plane back in Cebu with 27 chickens, two coconuts, and a sack of rice, and by that time, three eggs. God had blessed my love offering in a wonderful, wonderful way. 
I didn't need those chickens and those eggs, but I'll tell you one thing. I would not refuse those people the blessing of giving because they wanted to do it. They'd been taught to do it. I wish in America we could wake up to the reality that it's a joy to give. It's a joy to have a part. My people in Cebu make an average of 45 cents a day. As I said, we have college teachers that don't make a dollar and a half a day. Last year they gave 3,000 U.S. dollars above their tithe to mission. We support from that little church there in Cebu, 13 Filipino missionaries going out into the other islands to preach the gospel and establish churches. The pastor wrote me the other day and said, Brother Hugh, says, we've been looking at that island of Bohol, 750,000 people. Not one missionary, and we prayed, oh God, send a missionary from America. Send some missionary that will love my people. Send somebody that will warn my people. I've been getting radio letters from that island for about eight years. But folks, I couldn't go there. He said, well, Brother Hughes, don't you have time? Oh, yes. I preach 21 times a week on the broadcast. I preach three times on the telecast. I teach in my Bible college 10 hours a week. And then in the churches, I have time. I preach an average of 36 times a week there in the island. How, how could I go to that island? But, oh, they got a burden the other day. The Filipino pastor and got some of the young people, and they got on a little boat, and they got off on the other side over there on that island. And they preached the gospel for three days and had 34 precious souls saved. And he wrote me the other day that they were praying for somebody to go. And one of our laymen in the church came forward and says, I'll go. I'll go. And he's going out as a layman from our church there. He said, oh, had he been called to preach? What are you talking about? I get so sick and tired of people saying, well, God just can't use me. Listen, God's hard up. He can even use you. Don't begin to boast when God begins to use you. Look what he got when he got me and your preacher and everybody else. But listen, when I first started there, I wanted to go to Lake and preach in some of these other islands. I just had four or five men. I just had a few people. But I wanted to go to these other places and preach the gospel. What do you do? I couldn't call Brother Rawlings and say, send me one of your associates to supply for me Sunday. No! I looked out and said, Brother Gisalva, you'll preach on Sunday morning. Brother Lamarbus, you'll take the service Sunday night. Brother Ludwig, you'll take the service on Wednesday night. You say, Brother Hughes, those men were not called. What are you talking about? I called them. And brother, they've been pretty faithful. One of those men that I called three years later came forward and said, Brother Hughes, God's called me to preach. I said, what do you mean called to preach? God called you three years ago. You're just now surrendering. Today, he's pastoring the Cebu Bible Baptist Church, and two weeks ago, they had 685 in Sunday school and seven saved. We haven't ordained him yet, but we're thinking about it when we get back. He's doing pretty fair without his ordination papers. God's blessing him. He's a medical doctor, doctor of medicine. God saved him. God done something to him, and he wants to win souls. And I don't hinder anybody that wants to win souls. Let him go. And so God has worked in the heart. They've taught me the joy, the joy You know, I was taught by my family, by my mom and by my dad, the joy of giving to the Lord. And I'm not just talking about about financial giving. Of course, I was taught that as well. We often think about our money and the portion that we're supposed to give to him. Can I tell you, friend, that God owns everything. Every cent you have is his. He just asks for a small portion of it to be given back to him. But let's talk about not just your money, your treasures, but what about your time? Do you give that back to God? 
What about your talents, those gifts and abilities God has blessed you with? Let me encourage you to realize the joy of giving. And no, friend, I'm not just talking about giving to Bible Tracks Incorporated. If God leads you in that way, phenomenal. We'd be very blessed. God has used people just like you for the last 80 years to support the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated to the point that not only can we survive, but we can thrive to the glory of God. But beyond that, I'd ask you, as you hear the beautiful sounds of nature behind me, and as you consider all that God has done for you, let me encourage you, do you understand the joy of giving? My prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. Join us tomorrow on the broadcast as we listen to the remainder, the end, of Missionary Bob Hughes' message. Thanks for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.